Thank you for listening to the Slight Work Podcast. I am RJ Hu, and you can listen to past episodes at soundcloud.com slash Who, or by subscribing to Slight Work in the iTunes store. The Slight Work radio broadcast occurs every Wednesday night, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, on Party 934. You can listen by downloading the TuneIn app and going to station Party 934. For any requests, submissions, or beats, hit me up on social media at Ryan Jones Who. Alright, this week's guest is Mr. Eric Cullis. He's a music journalist in the Raleigh-Durham area in North Carolina. Eric, how we doing, my man? What's up? How's it going? <laughs> life is good. Life is good, man. Uh, what, you've got like, I'm guessing you're, you're pushing 75, 80 degrees right now. Yeah, with some with some rain, with with some rain, there's been a bunch of rain and hail lately. So, all right, we're getting, our, we're getting our mixture. <laughs> there you go, there you go. So, so Eric, uh, give everyone a little background. Uh, like I said, music journalist. Talk a little bit about some of the publications and some of the things you've covered over the last few years. Yeah, so um, I've been uh, writing about hip hop, electronic music, soul, jazz out here in the. Um, out here in the Triangle area of North Carolina for the past about 10 years. Um, started off mainly writing for a publication called Indie Weekly. It's an alternative newspaper uh, based in Durham. Um, and then I guess after that, I started latching on to other publications like uh, Noisy, Fader, um, Spin Magazine, um, and I also write for some of the other local alternative newspapers like Creative Loafing, um, South Carolina Free Times, uh, Shuffle Magazine, and uh, and the News and Observer, of course, out of Raleigh, and uh, yeah, just well, anything within a hundred mile radius of the Triangle, I've written for them, and I've also written for the Source Magazine, and yeah, that's that's my you resume. <laughs> that's dope, man. You got it all. And uh, what would you say, out of all the pieces that you've written? over the years, like which, which pieces has been the most powerful to you or like one you still look back at? Well, I still look back at, well, I, I guess when we talk about journalism these days, I guess we talk about impact. And I think the one the most recent one that I, that I go back to is the one I did for noisy, which is where I picked, uh, I picked about eight to 10 upcoming uh, rappers out of North Carolina who I thought, you know, were, um, who I thought had next, I guess. So I guess it was my freshman list, you know, uh, for lack of a better term. Um, so th- that one made the most impact. I got a lot of feedback from that one. There were a lot of mad, there were also a lot of mad rappers who who, uh, who, who didn't make the list. Um, and uh, I guess that one, people, people, people always refer to that one when they, when they, when they think about me and my byline, I guess. All right. Fair enough. I did read the article. Um, yeah, I mean, no real complaints. You you hit you hit some, you hit the majority of them for sure. Um, what was the? You don't have to mention any names. Like the worst like piece of hate, uh, like email, text, tweet you got in in regards to like an article. Doesn't have to be this specific article, but an article where you're ranking like the top X. Um, I don't know if it was an article where I ranked anybody, but you know. I've 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 definitely had my share of physical threats about um somebody's <laughs> album that 
somebody's album that I tanked or, you know, I, maybe I mentioned their name in a bad light. I don't know. You know, uh, they threatened to come to the office and beat me up or, like, they showed up to my workplace and hit their lights on some drive-by style shit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it comes with the territory, I guess. I mean, I didn't think it was that serious, but, you know, a lot of, a lot of musicians take their art very seriously, and like one line that you write uh, to them, it's like their whole life. So you know, right? Um, they 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 get all in their feelings sometimes. But uh, you know, um, I guess the I guess the one thing that I can say is that uh, my reputation has been uh, my reputation has, has mainly been about keeping it one hundred. I guess people really respect you when you're honest, whether or not they agree with you or not, if you have the courage to come out and say and, and express an unpopular opinion, people more or less show you more respect than not, you know, and right. that, that that's just been my experience so far. Hey, you're nothing but honest. I'll definitely give you that. Um, <laughs> and uh, talk, so, you know, part of the reason why I wanted to have you on the show was to talk a little bit about the change in hip-hop journalism over the years. And so, obviously, you know, a decade, 10, 15 years ago, you had, you know, XXL and the source, that was pretty much the primary, you know, avenues within hip-hop journalism, and that's changed drastically. I mean, what have you noticed? Like, who do you think's adapted really well? What's what's gone away? I mean, tell, give me some of your thoughts on that specifically. Well, I guess, I, I guess I'll start off by saying who did not adapt really well, and um, you you would have thought that from the beginning, um, the Source magazine, for instance, who was probably the authority on hip-hop music, you know, as as soon as the web started taking over, you would have figured they would have started, made that switch over really quick and started putting up quality online content. But, uh, you know, they just sort of fell by the wayside and let other sort of smaller blogs, I guess, sort of take over, and, you know, they, they're not respected anymore. Um so, so they're not. They they did a they did a really bad job of adapting, um, and and then you know, even the blogs that did pop up, um, they they they're not they're not around anymore, you know, or they're not putting out quality content. I mean, or or they're not putting out a lot of content at all. You think about a a blog like Two Dope Boys or um, what's not right, one? not right, right? I mean, they 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 post tracks. But there's very little uh, editorial content there to sort of give them an identity, other than you know, if you want your if if you want clicks, you know, then you can give us your music. But and I think, but that is changing, especially with Two Dope Boys. I know Andreas L. He sort of took over recently, and he's he's ramping up their editorial content, giving them more of a voice. So the, there are some steps being made, but um, but there is not necessarily one place to go to for uh, a comprehensive, uh, fully engaged, uh, intellectual sort of uh, viewpoint on hip-hop music. Most of that stuff you'll find on Pitchfork or Spin or, you know, um, I don't know, Stereo Gum, uh, but not but not at one centralized location, you know, and I think that's a problem, you know. So you wouldn't point, like, there's... There's no specific website or publication right now you would point to that you feel like has a pretty good handle on it. Man, uh, publications wise, I, I like I like Mass Appeal. I like I, I got their latest issue, and I'm really impressed 
with what they're doing now. They they I guess since Nas took over, or I guess since he started funding that magazine, um, they've they've gotten they've gotten their shit together, and they're they're really they're really impressive. Uh, Mass Appeal, you know, Fader is still doing a lot of great things. Um, let's see, uh, Fader, Mass Appeal. Um, what do you what do you think about the uh do you think you know, you're aware of, you know, the complex merger that recently just happened? I mean, do you think that's gonna change space for them in any any way? Well, I mean, um I don't think that Mark Echo is gonna be too compromised. Um I I, I, I have a problem even even before the merge or the buyout or whatever. I had a problem with with some of their editorial content on their actual website, you know. Um, I I think that some of their writers aren't necessarily qualified to do some of that, to to, to write about a lot of the things they write about. They've caught a lot of heat just for putting on a lot of young cats with no sense of history or respect for Um, hip-hop. So I've had a problem with them even before this. I'm I'm not necessarily mad at the merger, but um, I do think that, uh, I do think that it, it, I do think that it will sort of contribute to the mainstreaming of uh, of hip hop um, more than it already has. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's that's definitely fair. That's definitely fair. I mean, I think. Yeah. I mean, that, that seems like that might happen anyway, right? But um, as far yeah, as yeah. so, like, I'd be curious. You know, you're you're in a position where you're giving album reviews. You're saying who's next, et cetera. What what advice would you give to you know we have some artists that we profiled on the show before I'm sure some that are listening um, was just at a you know a couple weeks ago was at the the complex studio here in Chicago and had a lot of up and coming artists there that are you know trying to get known trying to get their work out there what type of advice do you have to them in this environment now in this environment now, well, I would say you have to adopt a certain level of professionalism. That's first. I mean, you'd be surprised at how many half-assed, half-assed uh, e- emails from publicists I get. Um, how many? How many? You know, I mean, now with technology, being able to make a being able to make music in your bedroom, your bedroom studio, people put this music out thinking that it's ready, thinking that it's finished, and in fact, it's not. Uh, it hasn't been looked over. It hasn't been hasn't been mixed down correctly. Um, you know, uh, it hasn't. Uh, no, I mean, no one's actually sort of. I don't know. No, it there are no been gatekeepers, tested. right? There's no there's no gatekeepers. <laughs> it hasn't been firmly tested, right? And right, people just, right. People just put it out. I mean, I'm, I, there was an interview that just came out with Drake, and you know, he was just talking about how he had to uh, get to the point where he wasn't just Release. He wasn't just finishing songs just to say he finished them. He wanted to make sure that he finished them and he actually had something, not just a final product, right? And I think that's what, that's what a lot of artists right now they're doing. They're like, oh, well, we just completed the song, so that's the end of the process. But that's actually not the end of the process. You don't you don't have any gatekeepers to tell you whether whether it's actually worth putting out or not. And exactly. Eighty percent of this eighty percent of the stuff is is not, in my opinion. Do you get do you get a lot of artists that ask for your opinion or or managers or is it mostly just <laughs> here you know put you know we want you to publicize our artists? Yeah, and I mean, and that's the and that's the hard part because 
if it's if they're from my area, like I'll eventually have to review their review their music. But but even before I do that, they want my opinion before I actually do the review. So, you know, I have to be a very bottom line um, sort of uh, professional in that case and say uh, it's not ready or it is ready. I can't really give them any in depth sort of. Right. Sort of critique on, on their music because you know that would be kind of cheating myself and you know I, I quite quite frankly that's, that sounds like a consultant right and and I don't get and if they're not going to pay me to do that then I'm not necessarily here to right, right. you know I'm not I'm not anyone's A and R you know what I mean but I, you know I can't tell you whether or not it's ready I feel like I have a firm hold on on whether on whether music is ready or not so. I will tell them that, but I won't go. I don't go into detail. <clears throat> Fair plus, enough. I'm not a, plus, you know, I'm not an I'm not an artist. I'm not an artist either. So, you know, I think my professional critique only goes so far, right? When sure, I get to sure. this product, then I can talk about it. But I can't go in there and tell you how to do punch punch ins and you know how to adjust this level and that level and what you know that that's that's your creative process. You take right. care of that. <laughs> right. No, you're spot on there. I mean, have you? Looking back on, you know, a lot of the reviews and articles that you have put out, I mean, do you look back and think that you missed on any of them? Like, look, like, wow, like that person's a lot better than I initially thought or a lot worse or somewhere in between, I'm sure, with a lot? No, that, that, that actually happens quite often. I mean, and I, and it has a lot to do with the reviewing process, you know. You get this album and you have to turn around a review in two or three days and you don't necessarily get a lot, a lot of time to sit down and be intimate with an album like, um, like you would if you were just a consumer and listening to it leisurely, right? So you know, a lot of times you'll catch something after you turn a review in, and you're like, hey, I kind of, I, I got that wrong. I didn't, I, I didn't hear that reference the first time, or right. I, I didn't, I didn't notice this, this part of the song, and you know, and so I've been, you know, I, I don't necessarily like. I don't make it public, but you know, I look back at some of the stuff, and, and and I do, I do think to myself, ah, you know, I was wrong, I was wrong there, you know, and but it's all right, you know, it's. I think everybody understands the. I think everybody understands the process enough to know that um, you're not going to be right all the time. I'm of the opinion that you need at least a good month before you can really review an album, like because you you miss a lot of intricacies. You're drawn to a lot of things like initially that might be appealing to you or not appealing that, you know, over time, I mean, I think Kanye's album to me a month in is a lot more impressive than it was the day it came out. So. Oh yeah. I, I, I definitely agree. And that's why I'm always very quiet on social media and stuff like that. When these albums do drop, like I'll make a grand statement about something, but I won't necessarily like, you know, just go all out with, you know, oh, this is classic or <laughs> or something right, like that. Right. You know, I, I'll, I'll watch people fuss <laughs> with each other, and I'll just keep it in the back of my mind. But, you know, I try not to. And I also try not to read those reviews that, that come out a day after the, the, the album drops because they're kind of like, they're kind of like, it messes with my own opinion of the album. So I try to make sure I keep my distance from that. Um yeah, I don't like the knee-jerk reactions at all. I try, but sometimes we're forced to do that, and I understand that also. Right, no doubt. That's 
tell me, uh, we've got a few minutes uh, as we wrap up here. Tell me who, you know, obviously King Mez, Rhapsody, both I think would you, would say are the North Carolina artists over the past year that have had the biggest push with their different projects and work that they've had going on. Who Who do you see within the area being next in that group? Uh, we got a guy out here. His name is Ace Henderson. Um, he is from Raleigh. Uh, he is he's uh, he's an NC from Raleigh, and he has this very I call him. Uh, I always make fun of him. I call him the id kid, right? You know, we talk about the uh, the id, right? It's Freud id. Uh, he's right. a very he, he's a very he's a very deep thinker, and uh, a lot of his songs are very, um, I guess, uh, introspective. And uh, he, I mean, he he has bars. He's just very. He's very reluctant to actually go all in like that. So most of the songs have this sort of, um, sort of, uh, I don't know, what would you call it? Um, um, ah, man, he does a lot of the uh, the sing, the singing and the rapping at the same time. Right. He's a, young, he's a young kid. He's actually really close friends with uh, with King Mez, and I think King Mez, in some respects, is one of his mentors also. Um, but. He's, he's very. He has a very unique style. He's very, um, very clever kid. Very smart kid too. You know, but that's one of the things that I don't think a lot of, I don't think people necessarily uh, hone in on when we talk about MCs is, is, is if they're smart or not, right? Um, and you can tell when you talk to this guy, when you interact with this guy, that you know he that that he really processes not just life, but just you know his own music. And I I, I look for that in MCs. That's what I saw in King Mez, and that, that's why, you know, I championed him as soon as he came out. And, and Ace reminds me of him in a lot of ways. He, but he's, you know, when you, I, I, I guess if I had to compare him to anybody, I would, I would, I would say he's a mixture between Chance the Rapper and Andre 3000. That's um, a good, that's a good mixture. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, All right, Ace, Ace, Henderson. Ace Henderson, yeah. Ace Henderson, and then I want you to. So uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, this is, I feel like, the the era of the music festival. They're they're everywhere and blowing up. Tell me, I know you've got a couple coming up in uh, in North Carolina this month. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, so this weekend coming up, um, May 6th through the 8th, we have the Art of Cool Music Festival, uh, which is a jazz-based music festival, um, jazz soul, right? Jazz okay. and soul. Um but this year they're adding some other elements to the festival, uh, like hip hop. Um, but it's a jazz-based festival. It's been going on for about three years now. They're bringing bringing worldwide world-class acts down here, like uh, Kamasi Washington, Thundercat, um, oh, wow. Terrence, Terrence Blanchard, Anderson Pack. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a homegrown Durham festival. Um, and it, it's been it's been it's been going well for the past three years. It's one of the Durham is a very Durham is an evolving city right now. It's it's it's, it's regaining its identity, and Art of Cool is sort of like one of the one of the um, uh, uh, what what was what would you call it? Um, one of the great things about what Durham is becoming, right? <clears throat> right. And and so then, and after Art of Cool, in two weeks we have Moogfest. Moogfest being an electronic music-based music festival, which used to be in Asheville, but this is going to be the first year that it's actually going to be in Durham. Um, and that's going to be, I believe, made the weekend of the 16th, I believe. I, I probably have that date wrong. But, um, 
Yes, their first year here. Um, they have the Jizza headlining, um, Floating Points, uh, what's the guy named Tory Lanez, and Tory then Lanez. like, yeah, and then like a hundred other acts, right? So right, um, May May nineteenth so, through twenty second is the date. Okay, right, nineteenth through twenty second. Okay, so it's going to be interesting to see how uh, a city like Durham does embrace an uh, uh, electronic music festival like Mogfest, which was already had its reputation in Asheville, right? But they didn't Shout out to my hometown. Oh, okay. Word up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Didn't, <laughs> they didn't want they didn't, <laughs> they didn't perform real well in their last year, so they made the decision to move out here. And, uh, you know, this, I don't want to get too much into it, but there's this issue now in Durham where we have these two festivals going on at the same, uh, pretty much in the same month. Mogfest um, comes in town, pretty much asks the city for a bunch of money to fund their festival which essentially means that the other homegrown festival that we have, Art of Cool, is not getting – it will not get money because MoFest came in town. Uh, and it, you know, so one festival uh, is going to suffer um, at the expense of the other, right? So, right, right. So there's all these Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and then, of course, we have Hopscotch in Raleigh, you know, which is – right. Which is uh, which has been going on for the past six years, and um, you know they're pretty much they 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 started this whole this whole triangle festival craze, and they're rock they're pretty much a rock based festival, but they bring in all kinds of stuff, electronic music, rap, like they had Public Enemy headline one year, The Roots headline another year, um, Saint Vincent headline another year, um, yeah, so it's very diverse, but. Um, they're, they're, yeah, so they're the OGs of the of the, right. of the new of the of the new festival scene in, in, in the triangle. So it's exciting, man. That's 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 a lot. That's a lot. Well, I uh, I look forward to checking in after uh, in the next couple months to see how those all go down. Appreciate you coming on the show um, and tell everybody how they can uh, they can find you on social media. Okay, yeah, so I'm on uh, Twitter as Eric Tullis. Yeah, my my uh, full name, E-R-I-C-T-U-L-L-I-S. I'm on Instagram as Television, T-U-L-L-I-V-I-S-I-O-N. And uh, that's it. Otherwise, don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all you artists that want, that, that want some uh, free consulting, hit them up. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> all right, my no, man. We'll uh, appreciate you coming on, and we'll uh, we'll definitely connect with you again here soon. Eric Tullis with out of Raleigh, Durham, Independent Weekly. You're the man, and uh, take care. Yeah, man. Hey, man. I also want to say, man. Anytime you want to uh, get on a podcast, talk about good basketball, we can do that too. <laughs> hey, let's do it. That's a diff- right. different di- different lane, but I'm down. All right, man. <laughs> All right, man. Be good. All right, take it easy. Bye. I appreciate it, my man.